All righty. So um, I would like to start off by saying thank you. Um, thank you to each and every last one of you guys for coming out um, tonight to support the Champs Connection. Um, we have some very interesting topics um, we're going to go over and cover uh, throughout this program, and I hope you enjoy. All right. So have to put this disclaimer out there. So if you are an employee of UAGC, we're glad that you're here, but let's um, let others play and we can cheer them on, okay? So at this time, let us move into um, introductions. Remember, let's keep it simple. Your name, where you're from, degree pro um, program, and do you like spring cleaning? Okay, I'll go first. Hold on, okay. Hold on one second. All right, so um, I started off, uh, we're gonna um, go with the um, DMC leaders and then our um, advisors, and then we will move on to everyone else. Um, hi, my name is Kadaria Dern, president of the Distinguished Mentor Council and leader in the Ford School of Business and Technology Management, Business Diversity Thought Leaders Club. I'm, I currently live in Atlanta, Georgia, where I currently work for the local government and the public library department. I'm a candidate in the MBA program here at UAGC. I love the notion around spring, spring cleaning, but actually doing a deep cleaning, I do not like it so much. So I'm gonna pass it to Matt. Hey everyone, I'm Matt. I am the public relations officer of the Distinguished Mentor Council, and I have my bachelor's in organizational management from uh, what was Ashford and now I'm pursuing my master's in organizational management with a specialization in organizational leadership. Um, I am originally from Ohio, but the Air Force has brought me to North Dakota for the last 12 years. So we, uh, we developed roots up here and we are glad that it's beginning to get spring. It was about 50, 55 today, which is super nice to be March, but we're ready to get the spring cleaning started, but it sounds better than actually doing it. So we'll see what happens. It likes to, it likes to be random up here. So uh, it's 55 today. Um, it could be 20 and snowy tomorrow. So we'll see. Celeste? Oh, I'm sorry. Hi, uh, my name is Celeste, um, and I'm originally from uh, actually Scottsdale, Arizona, but now I live in Los Angeles, California. Um, and I am the secretary on the DMC uh, Council. I'm super excited to be here. Uh, currently, I'm pursuing my master's in uh, educational leadership. I have my bachelor's in early childhood administration. Um, and do I like spring cleaning? It just depends if what I'm cleaning, um, I do, and if I have the time to do it. So yes and no, <laughs> but thank you. All right, I pass it over. Um, Larissa, are you here? I'm here. We're doing introductions. 
Awesome. All right, everyone. Well, I'm Larissa Armstead, um, Program Coordinator with the CHAMPS Program and Advisory uh, with the Distinguished Mentor Council. Um, let's see, where am I from? I'm a military spouse, so kind of all over the place right now. Currently, we're in Washington, D.C. Um, let's see. Um, do I like spring cleaning? This is a really funny question. I actually love spring cleaning because I like you know, out with the old and in with the new, making everything feel like fresh and clean in my house. And so like going through all of my kids' stuff and toys and just getting rid of it and making everything feel really fresh and clean. So definitely like spring cleaning um, and doing like those really deep cleans throughout the year for sure. I always think of it as like a form of self-care too. <laughs> like it definitely cleans everything up and keeps everyone healthy. <laughs> so nice to be here with all of you tonight. Uh, very, very excited. Awesome. I'm so glad that you're here, Larissa. Um, Matt, would you like to um, call on the next people? We have Michelle here, uh, one of the advisories, if you'd like Michelle to go. Yes, yes, please. Okay, okay thanks, Card. Um, thought I was going to be overlooked, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm multitasking anyways. Um, so my name is Michelle. Um, I'm actually here in Arizona, originally from California. I did receive both of my degrees, um, master's and bachelor's with when it was Ashford. Um, and do I like spring cleaning? Well, that's hard to say because I spring clean all the time. So no matter if it's winter fall, summer, and spring. I do spring cleaning all the time. So I guess I could say, yes, I do enjoy spring cleaning. Okay. Matt, you want to take over? Yes. Yeah, sorry, I was muted last time. So uh, let's see. Next, we have Samantha. Samantha, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Thank you, Matt. Hi, everyone. My name is Samantha. I'm so happy to be here with you all tonight. I am from the East Coast over in Virginia, born and raised. A lot of military in the area, but that is not me. But um, I definitely support all of the troops that come through the area. I am finishing up my master's in history. I did graduate with my bachelor's back when it was Ashford, um, spring of last year. I'm in my last set of courses now, so finishing up in May, can't wait. And I do actually like spring cleaning because I use the time to um, not only reorganize, but kind of redecorate. I move my bedroom around, change the wall that my bed is on, uh, change the wall my couch is on, just to kind of make it a little fresher and um, you know, you can get bored by looking at the same scenery. So just to give a new, new, fresh take on things. So I, I do enjoy that. Awesome. I, I definitely, I'm, a, I'm an organiz, organization person. So I like to reorganize everything. So like you said, it makes it everything a little, a little bit fresher. See, we have a Kenneth. Hey everyone, I'm Kenneth Rutherford. I am originally from the Los Angeles area as well. Uh, I got promoted here, if you call it that, to Pittsburgh, PA a couple years ago for a job. Uh, I'm currently enrolled in the PhD program for organizational development and leadership, and I'm actually excited that uh, graduation is creeping up here next April. 
And uh, spring cleaning, what's that? I don't know what that is because I throw everything away. So that's awesome. I definitely, I definitely like uh, the insight that you could give uh, about PhD because I never thought I'd be where I am now with the masters. But same thing, I like to pursue leadership, and PhD might be next. So that's awesome. You should do it. You should do it. Don't even think about it. Just do it. Oh, all right. We'll see. We'll see. I have six classes left for my master's, so uh, I should be able to get that this year. Yeah, I jumped right in. Don't don't even think about it. Just do it. Uh, okay, okay, okay. You're the pro. Let's see. Darren, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Darren Ealy. Uh, I live in Pennsylvania, where it's honestly a little warmer today. It was like about 45, but it'll be like 55 tomorrow. Um, pursuing um, bachelor's in... Um, business management and um, for spring cleaning, I like some things in spring cleaning, um, cleaning the house, no, but like cleaning, um, like purging like your clothes and stuff like that. Awesome, awesome, welcome. Let's see, next we can go with Nova. Um, I'm Nova. Uh, I currently reside in the northwest suburbs of Chicago, Illinois. So the weather has been terrible and it snowed the other day, even though it was 60 the week before. So um, yeah, I'm currently, right now I have an associate's degree in health sciences that I actually obtained in Rasmussen College. And last January I transferred to uh, Ashford, which is uh, now UAGC for my bachelor's program in psychology, um, which has been pretty exciting. And yeah, I love spring cleaning. Right now we're planning on moving in October to Florida where we don't have six months of bitter cold. <laughs> um, so yeah, the spring cleaning has been different this year as I'm kind of purging everything and getting it ready to move and realizing how much stuff I have that I don't actually need. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. So the spring cleaning, the spring, I never really been to the South. We're Northern people. So um, we don't, we don't like the heat. So in Florida, it's like summer all year long, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I went down two years ago in September and I was like, it's fall. And the, my Uber driver was like, is it? Oh yeah, you're right. It was like mid September. <laughs> yeah. We look forward to the seasons up here. So it's, it's, fall and the summer and winter is the long one of course in North Dakota but we definitely look forward and yeah the seasons are oh, I, I can't I can't stand it <laughs> if it's under 60 I'm not happy <laughs> oh man <laughs> all right next we can go with uh Kristen hello my name is Kristen Garcia I am from California I'm here at UCAG working on my bachelor's degree in child development. Um, do I like to spring clean? Um, yes and no, because I spring clean at home and at, and at home. So whatever I don't use at home, I'm a preschool teacher in a low income area. So whatever I don't use, I um, give to families that are in need. That's awesome to contribute like that. Definitely when people need it. Well, welcome. 
Let's go with Amy. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Amy. I'm from the Central Valley, um, California, born and raised. Um, I got my bachelor's degree last year with uh, in education. I'm getting my master's. I graduate this November with my master's. And I like spring cleaning all the time. Spring cleaning all the time. So you don't have to just one time a year, right? No, I like to declutter. I don't like clutter. I don't like messes or nothing in my house. The good habit, good habits. Sean, would you like to introduce yourself next? Hi everyone, I'm Sean Davis. I'm from Southern California. Um, currently my degree program is an MBA focused on organizational leadership. Uh, as far as spring cleaning goes, you know, I can't say that I like it necessarily. I will do it. But uh, what I do look forward to in spring is, is planting. So I do garden quite a bit and that's pretty fun to do. I, we are definitely counting the days to start gardening again. We, well, we're, we're plant-based, so we rely on our garden a lot. And it's, it's hard in North Dakota, but uh, once it, we're more supposed to plant or start planting, the ground's kind of so frozen, but we stick them in and I guess plants are, they're used to it. So it is difficult up here though, but that's awesome. Yeah, you know, you can start it indoors. So that's one way to yeah. jump on it. Yeah, that's awesome. Last we have Michael. Hi, everyone. I'm Michael Turner. I'm from Dallas, Texas, but I live in Flint, Michigan right now. I teach special education grades 8 through 12. And I'm in the doctoral program for psychology and educational leadership. And I love to spring clean. I kind of clean year round, but in the spring we can transition from like the winter clothes into the spring clothes. And I just uh, kind of like getting the outside ready, the yard and things like that. Okay. Um, well, Welcome everybody. Um, those are some interesting in, um, introductions and I feel I learned a lot about a lot of people. So, hey, good head start. Um, Celeste, would you like to talk about the, pro, um, the um, discussions that we're gonna have tonight? Sure, uh, yes. So tonight we're so excited. We're gonna go over um, a few areas such as clear communication, uh, feedback, uh, time management, accountability, um, and reach uh, when reaching out. Uh, and we're also going to have some trivia. Um, and I believe you guys could uh, win something if you do find the answer. And then we also will answer all your questions in any way we can help. Awesome. So let's move to this next slide. Um, communication. So this one is me, um, clear communication. So we already know that in order to be effective, um, effective communication is defined as the ability to convey information to another effectively and efficiently, right? So I'm going to stop sharing this screen. I have a short little video that I would like to show you guys. I promise you it's not long. 
And if you can't see it, you'll get the gist of it. So I told you guys it was going to be short. Um, I just wanted to show something that was going to show being clear in your communication. Um, we all had the times where we have, you know, with our significant others or teachers or professors. And if the communication is not up to par, um, the tone of it, everything could be misconstrued. And the whole thing is just being, you know, effective with your communication. Um, so at this moment, I'm going to open the floor um, to anybody that want to add to it or elaborate some more. Um, this is a great time for you to kind of, you know, help us kind of understand of how to be an effective and um, clear communicator. I just wanted to add, uh, you're absolutely right with, uh, I even dealt with something today and uh, I, I'm in charge of two different shifts and I'm on the, I'm on day shift. Um, but the night shift sent out a group text to us last night. Um, and it, it was hard to, to, I was like, why, why did you send that? Like, what was the intent? Um, it sounds like there's no, there's no value to the text. It didn't help out. It didn't help clear communication up. You just kind of set a statement. Um, and it sounded like, you know, everyone, and then I talked to my people on, on my shift and they were like, what was that for? Like, now I'm kind of, now I'm kind of upset and I don't know why, you know, and I just, I'm that type to kind of, um, and I have to be being, being the supervisor of everyone to kind of, well, let's not assume that they were upset when they were saying, I know it was in a text message and it was late and. Um, but let's not assume we knew what they were talking about. Maybe we don't have all the information. And then I talked to the person who sent the text and I was like, I don't know what your intent was. Um, but it sounded like, you know, we, that it was very, the, perce the perception could have been you were upset and then it got everybody else upset. So let's just clearly communicate that. And I think there's just a miscommunication. So now everybody's upset for no reason. So let's get together in one group and kind of clear the air and communicate clearly what you were talking about. What's the intention to that? But definitely clear communication is key where where we work. Anybody else would like to add something? 
Sure, I'll, I'll add something. Um, so there's a time where I worked as a director at the school, so I had to manage you know, teachers and parents. And so communication was really, really, really important and just making sure that um, you know, I found ways to have effective communication. So I just kind of wanted to share the importance of understanding that everybody is different. So different ways kind of have to communicate in different ways um, and kind of know how to do that depending on who you're talking with. And as you mentioned, cord like tone and um, meaning through text or emails or it's just communication in all areas um, can either make or break a conversation sometimes. So. Okay. All right. So I, I'm going to do it. Um, Kenneth, would you like to add something? <laughs> uh, I mean, it would pretty much what everybody else has said as far as like communication is just, you know, uh, for me personally, I just think that, you know, communication is the building block to everything you do as a team, whether it's work. Uh, also, too, I wanted to throw out there, too, the communication with your teachers and faculty in the school is, is key. There's been many times where I thought the communication was off with a particular professor and I just sent them an email and asked for their guidance, their instructions, and it just got me a long way. So I think just being clear, concise with your message and then you know just letting them know that you mean no harm behind you know questioning them or asking them a question. You just wanna know what it is you need to do as far as you know getting on the same page communication wise. That's a really good like point. I thought I could add to that. Uh, I just wanted to, um, it made me think of how our tactic with communication is, I, I like to write everything down. I'm a planner and checklist guy. It's just how I kind of clear my mind and thoughts. Um, but what I do when I'm typing something out, whether it's, you know, hey, I need to share this information with somebody, I kind of create questions that they could come up with while I'm writing this down. So it's just hypothetical, um, but like, what if they ask this? And then I just add that information into that excerpt that I need to share with them. So I pretty much, I, I prep for um, all, the, I have all the answers to before all the questions are even asked. So that's how I kind of prep. All right, before we go to the next topic, uh, somebody was trying to say something. I don't want to leave this without them being able to speak. Yeah, I was just going to agree with uh, something Celeste said about everyone having different personalities and different, we're all different. So I, for one example, me and my partner, we go to the gym together and we spar, but we both have different like learning styles. And so at first we would just kind of bicker and, and kind of get upset with each other. And then once we were able to sit down and talk and realize like, this is how I learn, this is how you learn and communicate that difference with each other, then we were able to make, you know, altercations to how we were, or I'm sorry, modifications to how we were um, practicing before to, you know, better suit us both learning together. Awesome, awesome. So let's see our next topic. Feedback. I'm gonna hand this over to Matt. Feedback. All right. So I'm, um, as you may know, I'm in the the Air Force. Um, 
I also wanted to shout out real quick to Larissa. I know she is a a military spouse, and I personally see what my what my wife goes through. So I really have to give you credit because that itself is a second job, and I applaud you for that. Um, but it's amazing how to see you do all these things and be a military spouse. So I had to throw that in there. Um, so feedback. It it doesn't matter who who you're talking to. It could you could be you know feedback could be a mentor, you could be a mentee, instructor, student, you could be a supervisor, uh, boss. For us in the military, feedback is super important. So even in in school, we might have if you've ever heard, um, you submit a paper and you look at the rubric and everyone's trying to get that ninety to get, keep their GPA up. Um, and then the instructor gives you feedback on your assignment and they say, Hey, great job on your paper. And then you, you're like, thanks. That feels awesome. And then you get marked down for some reason. And it's like, why did I, why did I get marked down? And for us, we have periodic feedback, but if we don't get feedback, we're kind of urged and encouraged to, um, ask for feedback, get direct with them and not in any disrespectful way, but just ask for that feedback if you need it. Uh, it's going to make you better. And that I want to move towards um, everybody. Everybody likes to, you know, hey, good job. Hey, you did a good job. And it's like, oh, thanks. I, I like it. I like saying, I like hearing good job from people at work. Um, but the good jobs are different than the constructive feedback that it's kind of hard and it's harder to hear, it's harder to accept. But the truth is that the hard, difficult feedback to listen to is the feedback that's going to make us better versions of ourselves overall. So keep up with the, if you're a supervisor or an instructor or anything like that, where you're over people, keep up the good jobs, but also be sure to um, give that constructive criticism where they can grow or your people can grow in, in good ways and develop themselves. And then if you are a mentee or a student, or if you have um, if you have superiors over you at work or anything like that, um, ask for feedback. It's not it's not too difficult. Like Kenneth was saying, it's it doesn't have to be negative. You know, it's just um, just ask for it. You know, you're just trying to develop yourself in better ways. Hey, Matt, can I add to that? Of course. Uh, so I have somebody that's on my team. I'm newer to my industry, but I have someone who's on my team who's been in the industry for 25 years. Anytime he speaks, he sends me a text message on like a Zoom chat and he says, what did I do wrong? And or what did he always, you know, what did I do wrong? What could I have done better? That's how he words. And I'm sorry. And I always start with the positive when I give him feedback. This is what I thought you did excellent in. And then, you know, I would work on this, that type of thing. And for me personally, you know, being newer to my industry, I love when someone gives me constructive feedback because I want to be the best version of myself that I can be. And I just think that that helps me take my game to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. And it's uh, it's just the challenges with ourselves. Basically, we have to be able to accept that. And once you do, it's just it's kind of relieving. It's it's uh, it's like, OK, maybe I and then you, then you just it just sticks back here in the back of your mind all day long. And that's what you develop throughout the day. So that's pretty awesome. Yes, I like to add to that as well. Um... Uh, last week, um, I was in a leadership meeting with the, um, the Forbes School of Business Technology Management Business Diversity Thought Leaders Club. 
I know it's a long name, but you know, that's the name of it. Um, and one of our advisors is um, Bill Davis, one of the lead faculty uh, members with the university. And it was a couple of things that I were doing, I was doing, or I could have done better. And, you know, he sent me, you know, um, he emailed me, we had a one-on-one -on -one, and he gave me some really good advice. And during our meeting today, he was like, whoa, Court, you know, this is from like night and day. So, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, step back and kind of like, just kind of take it in, you know, a lot of us, uh, not a lot of us, but I know me, um, you know, letting my ego get to the best of me. And, you know, this person is just trying to help me. So. Do we have, do we have anybody else that want to add? Yeah, I'd like to add, um, I know the struggle with that, especially because I try to be an overachiever in school. And when I first got into um, Ashford, uh, UAGC, um, yeah, it was kind of hard because I was struggling so hard or I was just working so hard to try and get 100% in a class. And I, I think teachers believe that if they give you 100%, you know, that there's no room for improvement. And so I, I totally understand that, but I was, I was trying so hard and I was so close in this one class. And um, uh, yeah, so, so I turned to my final, I submitted it. It was like a, a rough draft. My instructor had said that it was great and you know, to make a couple corrections and it would be awesome. And he gave me a hundred percent on the rough draft. And then, so I made some good corrections and whatnot. And then when I turned to my final, he ended up giving me points off and I have no idea why um so yeah I did reach out to him and ask him like hey you know I thought I thought this was really good and and what, what did I do wrong and it definitely does help to reach out and, and ask for that feedback yes yes all right so I would like to pause and I would like to get a flow to um Antonia um to introduce herself Hi guys, sorry I'm a little bit late. Um, once again, thank you for coming to another great Friday night chat of Champs Connections. Um, my name is Antonia, if you don't know. I'm currently working on my law degree. I have a associate's, bachelor's, and master's degree. Um, and I am from Seattle, Washington. Cord, you can take the floor. All righty. All right, so our next topic is time management. Um, Antonio, do you want to um, take the lead or are you? I can take the lead on that one. Oh, okay. Um, time management. Well, as you guys know, we talk about time management a lot and with most of our plates being full between family, probably work from home, kids, virtual learning. You know, you may think to yourself, well, how do I have the time to do my homework? Well, you know, a few tips, you know, you could buy a wall calendar, you could, you know, fit in some time when the kids are in school. I know I do that when the boys are in school. Um, also, um, don't stress out. If you feel like it's overwhelming, you know, don't forget, you could, it's okay to take a self-care day. I'm not saying just, you know, sit there and do your homework in one sitting. It's really important to make sure you have 
self-care involved because if you don't, you will overstress yourself. Um, does anyone else have any other tips or feedback on time, man time management? I do, Antonia. Um, so some, so I always sometimes feel like every, people think that they have to be perfect, um, but perfection is just not a realistic way to look at things. So I always say, be gentle with yourself and, um, you know, we're always growing and learning and that's something that um, we're always gonna do. So time management, don't get so hard on yourself if things don't get done. Um, another idea is just plan and prioritize items. Um, but also don't leave uh, tasks that you have to do. Maybe just move it to another day. That's what I like to do. Um, or later in the day. I also like to put a time on my tasks so I don't spend too much time on things. So that's kind of helpful that I feel. Um, and I also try not to multitask. I try to just always focus on whatever I'm doing because then I feel like I will have a better outcome if I do that. Um, and also just block out distractions um, and also take a break. So that's also okay. Um, sometimes I think when we think of time management, it's like we have this whole list of things to do um, and we have to get them all done, which yes, but um, it's okay if it doesn't always get done. Um, obviously the important things should and it's okay to kind of reevaluate those lists. So don't be too hard on yourself. And I totally agree with that prioritizing is the number one thing. I've been getting into prioritizing because I was never good at prioritizing. Um, you know, I usually always say, you know, bring your task. Most need or most likely needed to be done or however you want to prioritize it to least um, likely to be done or that takes less time. And when you guys, when you do that, then that kind of helps out even more with managing your time. Would anybody like Anyone else? Oh. Uh, Just to add real fast, uh, one thing I've found really helpful with time management is to create a strong schedule. Um, by avoiding procrastination, you kind of avoid that cumulative effect of being behind on late work, which then pushes other work behind and this and this and this, and it stacks up. So I just stay to a strong schedule. Um, yeah, it moves around. We're all human. And, you know, not all those things, all the boxes don't always get checked off on that, you know, particular day. But if I can keep as close as possible, it reduces the amount of work that I feel I have to do, which then reduces my personal emotional burden and it makes things easier, right? Will anybody else would like to add something or you wanna? Well, for me, time management um, has improved a lot this year. I begin like a journal and basically I'll just write the tasks that I have to get done for the next day. And I try and, you know, I leave room for fault or traffic or whatnot, but I try to get it as organized as possible. So I just have exactly, I know exactly where I need to be. And another tool I've um, found just for like running errands and, and doing stuff um, is my... Uh, whatchamacallit, the iPhone calendar, because you can add the address that you need to go. It gives you an alert when you need to leave. 
So it, it's definitely been helpful to use that tool. All right, Matt. Yeah, I just wanted to add um, one thing I was, when I kind of have something on my mind, you know, when I was going through like bachelor's um, program, I kind of had to master time management and then with work and everything like that. Um, so I researched it. And one of the things that came up was look at the total hours of the week and then see, you know, subtract all the hours of work each day. So each week, if you work, let's say you work 50 hours a week, um, so just subtract that. All right. Weekends, let's say you don't want to do anything on the weekends. All right. Subtract 48 hours. And how many hours is left? You sleep eight hours. Um, you still have a lot of hours left. And when I did the calculation, I was like, wow, I really have a lot of hours. Um, I don't know what I do. I, yeah, I relax and, you know, have fun and stuff like that. But there's more hours in the day than, or in the week than we realize that is what this research that I found. And then another thing that I kind of contemplate and reflect on is, um, yeah, I'm super busy at work, but am I really doing 100% of what I can do? And if I'm just out of time, am I prioritizing, like everyone's saying, prioritizing my time and tasks effectively? Um, and if once I am doing a task, like Sean was saying, like kind of, um, I, I forget what his wording was, but just kind of don't let it stack up, you know, don't procrastinate. And then if you have to give 100, 100%, then give 100%. So just kind of challenge yourself too, but don't definitely do not overkill where you're exhausted and it's you still have to take care of yourself and, and know your limits. But that's kind of how I dealt with it. Okay, um, so we're gonna move to the next topic and it is accountability. So Celeste? take the floor. Yes. Um, okay. So there's just a few things I think um, that are important about accountability, um, such as, you know, set up uh, clear, you know, expectations, like what are the milestones? What are the weekly agendas? Obviously an overview in the beginning. And then I think it's really important to, you know, do that weekly. And also I'm very, uh, I love schedules. So um, that's something that uh, I would do. And also, you know, uh, for mentees and mentors, um, you know, check in with those um, expectations. Like if you feel like maybe as a mentee, you need a lot more help um, on something or a mentor, maybe they're not giving you exactly um, or coming to the meetings prepared. I've had some situations where um, accountability was a big part of uh, or lacked of, because I, you know, I just wasn't getting a lot of, uh, support in with the, the mentee of bringing the information to the meeting and just kind of actively participating. Um, so that's why I think this piece is really important because we have to remember that, um, we also are all taking time out of our day to be available. So it has to kind of go for the ment mentors and mentees. And also, if they are having a challenging time, you know, it's important to um, maybe ask some questions versus always giving statements. So if you notice, um, you know, they're not coming to the meeting prepared, you kind of ask things like, how can I help you? Is, is everything okay? Um, I think that's a lot more meaningful um, than kind of stating what's not happening and trying to find solutions on how to make it productive or better. Um, 
So, and then my other one is just evaluate the goals and change them if needed. So it's okay if um, you kind of have to change, uh, you know, ways of doing things, but just kind of revisit those goals and maybe try to understand maybe why they're not getting done. Um, Cause I don't think ignoring them is also beneficial to the mentee um, because we, there's things that sometimes we always have to do, right? So we have to kind of make sure that we're accountable for either not getting them done and how can we get them done um, just in general. And also as a mentor, just being an example. So it's really important that um, we kind of lead on everything that we're saying. So those are my main points. Does anyone else want to add? Yeah, to piggyback off that really fast, uh, for me as approaching things as a mentor, I hold, I hold myself accountable for anything that my mentee does because it's all about me for setting the tone. Uh, I know when we have our orientations, that's one of the things that Michelle always says, the mentor sets the tone. So that for me is what I try to do. And uh, by doing that and you know showing action behind my accountability, I think that makes your mentee more engaged. That's just the experience that I've had. Definitely. Thank you. Anyone else? Yeah, Celeste, um, just real quick, I think that listening to you talk about accountability kind of makes me reflect on the importance of communication because you mentioned a lot of points that are very specific to clear communication, such as um, setting the initial standards or the expectations uh, for the mentee, right? Following up on the mentee. And really, mm -hmm. for me as a mentor, I think it's important that I explore what the true needs of the mentee are, because we don't always have an accurate self-assessment of what our needs are, personal needs. And uh, so sometimes I'll identify things with the mentee that they may not be telling me, but I can see clearly this may be a development area. And that's when you can kind of dig in and make those people a little bit more accountable by saying, you know, this is what we are really working on here. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Well, all righty. So we're going to move to our next topic, reaching out. Um, this is one of my major, major focus uh, points is reaching out um, mentees, mentors. Um, you know, it's okay to ask for help. It's, it's okay. I just want you guys to know it is okay. Um, I know a lot of times we kind of get, um, let's see, um, we don't want to think, we don't want others to think less of us. So we, you know, we, we fail to like reach out or, you know, we just, I don't know the right way to say it, but I guess I'm just saying it. Um, just, we don't want others to look at us and judge us um, based on what we think that they're going to judge us on. Um, like I have just, I found out, you know, um, like Bill Davis, um, Ron Beach, like they are the most kindest um, professors that I ever met. Um, they love student engagement um, and they want us to reach out. They want to see us succeed. Um, you know, we kind of just stand in our own way. We're like our own worst enemies at some, you know, sometimes. 
Um, that's why I leave it there. I've seen Antonia. You raised your hand, Antonia? Yeah, I did. Um, I just wanted to go back a little bit to accountability. Okay. Um, I was going to say, like, when you first, when the mentor and mentee first connect, it's always important to establish some kind of accountability study, you know, such as how you guys are going to connect, how often you're going to connect, um, which method is um, easier for the connection. So I wanted to say for accountability. Okay. Do anybody um, like to add anything to reaching out? I would just add a small part it is um, when it's difficult, you know, I've really struggled uh, with the master's program versus the bachelor's. It may, this master's program, and I don't want to discourage anyone, but it's a different world. And it really made me second guess myself on why I'm doing the master's. But it's also, I, I know the intent of it and it's, it's challenging me and that's what's making me better. Um, but I, at some, at some times I, I felt afraid to, I was like, well, they kind of expect this. I don't want to reach out. I don't want to ask for help. I kind of want to struggle my way through it. But you have to know when to reach out. There has to be a limit when you're struggling and it's just killing you and it's not healthy. It's in your mind is like, maybe I should reach out. Well, your mind's probably telling you that for a reason. So uh, just reach out, ask for help, whether it's in champs, mentor, mentee, um, instructor, anybody, mentor, um, even outside of champs, uh, just reach out when you, when you feel like you need to. Yes, yes. Um, I seen Sean, were you gonna say something, Sean? Uh, yeah, so, Basically, I was just going to say that uh, personally, I'm an introvert. So reaching out is like one of the most difficult things for me to do, because as Cord was saying, like there's personal insecurities that I think like, oh, you know, it's not that important or they're going to look at me like, what are you talking about, Sean? And I realized just as Matt was saying in the MBA, um, it's totally different beasts than the bachelor program and uh, part of it is the support that you need to get from other people in the program from your instructors so I actually had to sort of flip the coin and really say I'm going to try very hard to reach out and actually get the support that I need to be successful in this it's a difficult program um, so you know just for whoever needs to hear that as an as another introvert Whereas someone who's thinking like, you know, I'm not sure if I want to reach out or whatever, just put those feelings aside and get the assistance and the support that you need to really be successful. Focus on that first. Yes. And um, I would like to add the Distinguished Mentor Council, um, there is four of us and we each are mentors um, and we all, we lend, you know, if I'm in trouble or if I need some kind of help, I reach out to one of my mentors um, and they guide me. Um, Larissa, I reach out to Larissa, um, Kiri, Michelle, um, you know, the main message is it is okay. Um, if you find talking to somebody hard, email them, 
you know, start the communication that way, um, you know, and continue it that way. If, if that, if that's what is your comfortable, you know, that was makes you comfortable, you know, start it that way. Um, it is okay. And, um, uh, Matt raising his hand, I get a floor to you, sir. Appreciate it. I just wanted to add to Sean. Yeah, that just goes back to clear communication. And especially um, just because we're mentors doesn't mean we, we don't need help too, you know. We need someone too. But when you are mentoring um, anyone, anywhere, it's it's important to communicate and understand your, your people. So if you know that your mentee is introverted, I'm also introverted. Um, I don't, I'd rather try to struggle through it and learn the hard way than ask for help. But I definitely know my limit. But when you have a mentee and you know they are introverted, um, they're probably not going to ask for help as much as, as if they were extroverted. So you, you know, initiate that feedback or, hey, um, this is, you know, just give, initiate the communication process because you probably know they're probably not, they're not going to. So that's a good point with the communication, John. Samantha, would you like to add something? Sure, I can. Um, definitely, I think all of you guys have some wonderful input. Um, I really resonated with uh, going back to the accountability, and that kind of ties into kind of like what Matt said. Sometimes you are going to uh, meet those people who aren't necessarily on the same level as you when it comes to asking for help. So you have to take that role and offer it um, and try to do it in a way so that way, you know, they're not offended by it. You know, you always want to try to add constructive, some kind of constructive criticism. Don't just tell them about, hey, you need to do this better. You know, you need to give them those solutions as well, multiple ways of uh, how they can go about it, because not one route is going to work for everybody. There's multiple different ways that you can get to the same destination, and it's all about finding what works for each individual person and um, noticing those differences uh, between, hey, is this person going to reach out to me? Is this the type of person who's going to actually touch base and say, hey, I need help? And understanding that this is that person or it's not and knowing kind of what your role is in, in that relationship. Because uh, I've had mentees on both where some of them, they, I mean, they're texting me as soon as they have a question um, every time. And then you have others where you weeks go by, you don't hear anything. And when you finally reach out, they're like, yeah, I'm sorry, I have been struggling. Um, so it's just finding those boundaries and knowing kind of where, what your role is in that relationship. So, but yeah, I appreciate all of everybody's input tonight. I mean, it's such great conversation. And if you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out to us, the DC Mentor um, Council. Uh, Matt, uh, can you put that email in the um, chat so that they can have it? The DMC um, Gmail? Absolutely, yep, I'll share that. Thank you, thank you, sir. Uh, Nova, I saw that you had your um, hand raised. Yeah, I was pretty much gonna say what Samantha said. She summed it up perfectly, so. Okay. Antonia? Yes, I was gonna say like, don't be afraid to reach out. If not your professor, then your mentor or a friend or you know, anyone that you 
No, because I did see a post on Facebook earlier of one of the of one of the students wanting to give up, and I mentioned I'm like, you know, don't give up. You know, it's okay if you want to take a break from school. Feel free to reach out. I gave her the information for camps connecting. You know, don't. My, um, overall, I really want to say don't give up. There's a lot of people you can reach out to, even if you feel like you are alone. You know, because I recently lost a family member and I was really sad and discouraged about it. You know, and I did not reach out to anybody, but I did mention my feelings and people started reaching out to me. So just know that you have the whole school behind you. If you, even if you feel like you're alone. Yes, you are not alone. There are others that are going through the same thing that you're going through um, that you may be able to link up on Zoom or Google Meets and you know form a study pack or something like that. Um, there's a lot of things that we can do to help each other kind of go through this whole process so that all of us can you know, um, we can leave, you know, on top instead of, you know, just giving up, you know, we are here. Um, if you have any suggestions on topics, um, please email us, um, let us know what you want to hear, what you want us to go over, and we can kind of put things together that way so we can better answer uh, the questions uh, that you guys Will want to hear and can help you guys out. Um, Nova, I saw you. I see you raise your hand. Yeah, um, I th thought what Antonia said was great. Um, yep. Um, for us as like mentors, I feel like you know we should have everything like together, and we should be able to. But that's not how life works. And so recently, like I was going through some stuff. And I felt like it would be a sign of weakness to take a couple weeks off of school and like get my, you know, living situation in hand and whatnot. Um, but I ended up reaching out and like it was the first break I had taken in over a year because um, I was just doing back to back classes. And so I took a couple weeks off and it has been really nice and really just calming. And now I feel like I'm like more equipped to get back into class like ready and without the distress and stuff and trying to like push myself through that while going through some emotional stuff so yeah definitely definitely helps to reach out and, and do that too for yourself yes yes anybody else want to add something just one last thing for me cord um just like just like she said it's, uh, I'm pretty sure Larissa said it at one of the previous meetings, it's, it was about self-care. And one thing about self-care is you can't take care of others when you're not taking care of yourself. So there's a reason why, you know, when you're on an airplane that they tell you to put your mask on first because you can't help anyone when, when you are physically incapacitated and to a point where a mental breakdown is about to happen. So absolutely Nova for sure. Samantha? Yeah, I was going to say something similar to what Matt just said, um, just reaching out when you do need that help and understanding that, hey, that happens to all of us. You're not alone in that. Even though you may feel like it, you are not. Someone in this world has been through what you're going through or something at least similar to it. So that way uh, they, 
they can feel what you're going through. Um, and also as mentors, another part of reaching out too, I just wanted to mention is just like Antonia said, simple encouragement, uh, just reaching out and just saying, hey, you got this. Uh, you, if you haven't heard from somebody in a while, hey, you got this. Or if you can, you know, just visually see that they're struggling with something, just those little small affirmations and letting them know, hey, you need anything? I'm here for you, but but you got it. I support you. I have all, all confidence in you. Those little things can brighten a person's day and actually instill that confidence within them and it shines through. Um, so yeah, reaching out kind of goes both ways on that. Reach out when you need help and if you see someone else who needs it as well. Yes, and I like to add to what just Samantha just said. Um, I do this with all of my professors. The first day of class, I send them an email just introducing myself. And what I have found out that, you know, doing that opens up that kind of um, that barrier. And it made the relationship throughout the class and a life, you know, a lifetime connection with each professor that I have, um, you know, had the pleasure of taking a course with. Um, like I needed a letter of recommendation. I emailed the professor, sure, anything court, let me just, you know, give me the email to send it to. Um, and, you know, she pushed me, um, all my professors pushed me through. They knew that, you know, I can do better or they knew that, oh, this is not his best work. He just throw this together, time management. He did not work on that at all. They knew it, they expected more from me and that made me the student I am today. I graduated with my undergrad Madden Cum Laude because of that. So uh, by saying that, we can go to the next one. Questions. All right, so we're gonna open up the floor for each one of you guys can ask us questions. All right, not everybody at once. All right, I'm just start calling on people now. I think that's a good idea, Corey. I was gonna say, I have one um, for you all, um, just the mentors out there, anyone who wants to answer it. Um, how do you guys approach when you, ha when you have a mentee who is um, focused on things kind of outside of the milestones? Um, and you always kind of get, keep getting pulled away from those milestones. The next thing you know, it's week, you know, seven and you're, you're, you should be closing out, but you really haven't even got into the milestones. What do you guys do in those situations? All right. So, uh, can I go card? Go ahead, go ahead, Sean. Cool. Um, so one thing that I personally have done, I had a, a mentee one time who was kind of like that and you know, they had a lot of uh, things going on out, whatever. So they just, we kind of always got pulled away from it. And what I ended up doing, I, I usually do a one hour um, video conference with my mentees once a week. And uh, what I ended up doing was just saying, you know, the first 30 minutes is really going to be dedicated to the milestone specific. And then the last 30 minutes or however long it ends up going, sometimes we go over an hour um, is going to be dedicated to these more specific things because they are looking for help in certain areas and I want to provide that but at the same time they're going to continue to get help from the milestones right so we want to cover that as well so that's that's an approach I took was just splitting it up and saying 
you know, um, half the time is dedicated to the milestone, half the time is dedicated to whatever else it is, usually a continuation from last week or whatever it is. Okay, thank you so much for adding that, Sean. Um, Antonia? Sorry about that. Uh, Sean, I really do like that as well. Um, usually what I do in the beginning of a connection with a mentee, I like to, you know, ask them, you know, what would you like to gain during our connection? You know, they tell me, you know, what they're struggling with, what they need help with. And I kind of take that and incorporate it into the milestones that fit close to what they are needed. And then each time we go through the milestones, we kind of, you know, I kind of do what you do, Sean, but a little bit different. I like to, in the beginning, like for the first 15 minutes, focus on that milestone, then the last 15 minutes. Um, sometimes you do go over to 30 minutes. Um, the last, you know, half of our meeting to kind of incorporate what can we do to help you that um, of the areas that you are challenging, having challenges in. Actually, I do have one. I did have one mentee. She, you know, had issues with time management, and she was really behind on her work, and she, you know, didn't know what to do. So I told her, I said, "Okay, first we're gonna schedule a day where we can just focus on that, and then we can also incorporate the milestone feed." and kind of like fit in the milestones in each challenges that you are having. Um, so yeah, that's what I, I know it sounds complicated. You're like, oh my gosh, you don't do all that. Yes, I do, because that's how I keep my mind organized, if that makes sense. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, so um, now we have ran over time by two minutes. Um, we have some trivia that's left. You guys are more than welcome to stay, um, but I like to keep the questions going uh, for those that can stay. And um, yeah, um, Nova, you have a... I was just gonna respond to Samantha's question um, about um, you know, what to do if you get off topic or if you're not completing the milestones, which I think plays into the accountability aspect of it. Um, but yeah, me and my mentee would, end up having like an hour and a half long phone calls and half of it we were talking about random stuff and half of it you know we're talking about what what we should be talking about and how we can better her you know career development and whatnot um and all, the, all what she wanted to learn about and so something i found was to add your own tasks into the milestone um like one i had her um make a linkedin account and send me her resume and, um, you know, so I could look it over and I sent her an example of mine and, you know, so she can kind of see that. And so she didn't get that done. Um, I think for two weeks that was behind. And so I, I just sent her, you know, a couple of friendly texts like, hey, you know, I just wanted to see if you were still wanting to send that resume in and and whatnot. And so I think that like the, the ability to text our mentees is great because, you know, they're not always going to call or answer because our lives are busy and whatnot. But, um, but yeah, I found that really helpful just to add your own tasks 
And so you can really get into that. So like you can make a call completely about that. And then the next call can kind of be more lighthearted and, and about what's going on in their personal lives and, and random things that you want to talk about too. Okay. Do anyone else have any questions for um, DMC and everyone else here? So I, I do have one uh, question real fast. And uh, this is kind of about the um, mentor-mentee path specifically for mentors. So um, as a mentor, uh, it's been really awesome. I like doing it a lot, but I've also kind of always thought like I'd actually like to go through, you know, potentially the MB or the master's type of mentoring program myself to get my own assistance. So, um, I don't know who knows the answer to that, but how is that possible to do? Like, is it possible to kind of convert and say, could, could I be a mentee for a session? I could answer that for you, Sean. If you'd like to um, go back through and become a mentee for you know a session, you would just reach out to your program coordinator and they would work with you on, you know, you're getting you set up to um, go through the program as a mentee and then switch back to mentor. Is that what you were asking? Yeah, awesome, awesome. Okay, great. Yeah, just connect with your program coordinator and um, they'd be able to help you get set up where you can go and then you can switch back to mentoring once you're finished as a mentee. That was a good question. Thanks, that's helpful. Anybody else? And well, we wanna move to, go ahead and move to trivia. I just want to say that's a good point, Sean, you know, back to the basics. So let's learn those, <laughs> let's learn those basics. All righty, let's go to this trivia. Antonia? So get your fingers ready. Which country produces the most coffee in the world? So I know half of us love coffee. Also, if, if you are an employee or part of the DMC, do not answer. No, not Colombia. <laughs> no, not Africa or Chile. Nope, not Mexico. Oh. We're getting close geographically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, geographically. No, not India. Come on, you guys. I know you got it. You guys can you use your phone. Ready. As much coffee as most of us drink, I'm surprised we don't know this. Yeah, I, I didn't know this. Okay, okay. Um, Nova, Nova got it. Yes, yes. Nova got it, yes. Good job, Nova. Corey, can you show the answer? Oh, thank you. I would think Colombia. Colombian coffee is the best. <laughs> 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 We got, we got one more question. Yes, one more question. Ready. 
which country invented tea? I like this question because during Holistic Wednesdays, we talk about self-care. One self-care, Melissa mentions, is tea. So, wait. All right. So, we can't, we can't, we can't, we, uh, just keep it going. You get, you get what I'm saying? Oh, keep it going. Okay. Some no one did answer. I know. Oh, she already won one. Sean got it. Okay, I got it. Okay, sorry. Today's Friday. I had a long day. Sorry. (laughs) So, Sean. So, Nova and Sean are the winners for tonight. Uh, Yes. Can you show the answers? Yes, I can. Thank you. Good job, Sean and Nova. That was awesome. All right. So, remember that from the, what was that trail that led from India to China? The Silk Road? I don't know why I retained that memory. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. So, um, we'd like to thank you guys for coming out. Um, We look forward to you guys coming to the next event. We have something special. So, as soon as you get a chance, you know, go ahead and register for this next event, put it in your calendars, let your mentees know, or let your mentors know. And if you can post it in your class about it, you know, let your other classmates and peers know. Um, the next one is going to be really, really great. Um, Matt? Or hello? Uh, sorry, sorry, Matt. Nova has a question. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I have one more question. Yeah, so um, my, men- my mentee connection ended couple weeks ago and I was paired with another person and she was inactive so that was um shut down and then I was paired with another person and I guess she wanted to keep the same uh, mentor that she had in the past so I'm still without a mentee a couple you know probably like a month or month and a half for now so I was wondering how that process works or if I just have to keep waiting for a right match I can answer that hi Nova this is Michelle Um, Since I do all the the pairings, I can answer that. We're just waiting for a good connection um, because we want to make sure the percentage is up high enough. We're still trying to get more mentees into the program. Um, Word is that we're going to get a lot more mentees really soon. So we're going to get them trained up so we can start pairing our mentors with hopefully more than one mentee at a time. So I appreciate your patience um, (laughs) on getting a mentee and um, hopefully the next one will turn out for you. Yeah. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. All righty. So Nova and Sean, if you would not mind, if you do not mind um, sending Larissa or Michelle, um, can they send you their information? Yeah, I I have their information. I'm going to send it over to the person that will be sending them swag. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, so Matt? This was a, an awesome and helpful connection. I, I wish we could connect with more people on a greater scale. So uh, I want to just reiterate that uh, that email that I put in the chat, the UAGC 
um, for us DMC leaders, that email is open 24 seven. If you have anything that comes to your mind, middle of the night, you know, just put it in there. <laughs> Sorry. These others take it too long. Uh, so I'm gonna put the email. I'm, I think I'm gonna start putting the email into um, our, our connection advertisements that we put on Facebook and LinkedIn, just so everyone understands. Maybe I just put a separate one in, just so we know, because um, I think if we kind of advertise that email, so our method of communication, someone to talk to, any questions, um, please share that with your people also and try to get as many people in here as possible. Let's help some people out. But I appreciate everyone. Yes. And, you know, just be mindful. Uh, give us, you know, 24 to 48 hours to get back to you guys. Uh, we are on different parts. <laughs> um, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, Antonia. I just want to say thank you for everyone that showed up tonight. You know, congratulations to the winners. I also want to give a big thanks to the DMC team, Matt, Corey, Celeste, Larissa, Jamie, Michelle, Siri, Samantha. Um, okay, y'all leave anybody else? There's a lot of us. So, you know, teamwork makes the dream work. Um, and I appreciate everyone at Champ. All right. I want to. I just oh. had one one thing to add, Court, if you don't mind. I do not. Um, with with the, this whole connection, I know ever since being part of DMC, my calendar is filled up with a whole whole bunch of different kinds of meetings, which is awesome. Um, but they're just let's just like I said, communicate that all these meetings are are here for everyone. Um, that email again. I think it'd be cool if we get any type of feedback. Uh, positive or, or construction in the email if, if so we can um, kind of tailor this this meeting towards everyone here not just what we want and think about so I think it'd be cool to be open to suggestions and maybe trivia questions or whatever it is um, please send us the email and we can handle it out all righty so thank you guys um Larissa and Michelle and the DMC, if we can stay, I have just a quick question to ask you guys. Sure. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Bye. Good night, everyone. Good night. All right. So I'm looking to, where is it? Where is it?